Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. The views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host, Beyond Borders Media. And trust me, if you hear something you didn't like, go do your research. Previously on Beyond Borders. Damn, she just how, how, you, Boy, how, 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 okay. how do you feel about that list? And then Kristen. Can drink my apple juice. Again, I'm sorry. How do you feel about the, the so-called, you know, old list that women, black women or women in general, I don't know if it's just black women, had about... You need to have certain, well, asking the men that they're dating about their financial status. I'm going to be sexist. Heights, I only heard it from our women. I'm going to be sexist today. The heights, the money, the employment, house. Sometimes It was crazy. Me, this list, man. That list, boy. I mean, having a list. get that for like, yourself. <laughs> I think, like, having a list is, like, a, a starting point. But, like, you got to be realistic. Like, so what if. Somebody has the the finances, like you have a specific goal you want that person to be at financially, but they may have like other stuff that's the problem. So I feel like you have to be realistic. Like you can have a list all you want to, but being realistic, like, okay, is it going to be a checklist where financially this is what's going on with the money that they that you want for them to be able to make and then to be taking steps if they don't have that as a goal to try to achieve it? You got to be realistic because you could get somebody that is meet, having that specific income requirement. Then it could be other things going on um, on a list. It's good to have standards. It's good to know what it is that you want. So that way, when you meet this potential person, you can kind of check it off and say like, okay, yes, I'm meeting here. And I agree. I think it needs to be realistic. I'm not going to sit here and knock off every person that's not six feet. That sounds silly because I'm ruining my chances for potential. So I'm just looking like, okay, are you ambitious? Does it seem like you're a go-getter? You know, like something more practical. I don't want to hear, well, I'm doing this and I'm dabbling in that and I'm trying to do this and that. That also says you might not have time for me. So I'm trying to say like, yeah, you're an ambitious person, but maybe you're not on the level of ambition that I'm on. Um, Class, because at your core, your core values don't match mine. So mm. off rip, you're not going to cooperate. The stuff I talk about on my uh, broadcast is going to offend you. The way I walk, the way I talk, the way I ask you to do things, that's going to offend you because our core values do not match. But I grew up in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I was It was a pretty nice neighborhood, so there wasn't a lot of Black people in general, obviously Black men. Right. So when I was there and, you know, I'm not saying I'm just, you know, I'm not more chestnut in terms of looks. I'm not, you know, I'm not like mm-hmm. that. So I wasn't, the sisters weren't trying to talk to me at all. You know who was? Well, the white girls and Hispanic girls. So that's why I ended up dealing with because right. I was there. I would talk to them, but they weren't interested. Now, maybe it's not the looks, maybe the personality, maybe because I don't sound like a black man is supposed to sound. Maybe because I don't, you know, I oh, did you get, let me guess, you got called. He's like, why are you talking white? Exactly. All the, I man. still get it now. I still My get man. It now. So yeah, that's in, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, don't sound white. Women, I sound educated. You know, I can put it. Our voice travels. Mm. So in essence, everything we do is magnified. And I explained this on the other show. We have to stand on everything we do or say, because number one, we're men, but number two, as black men, being so marginalized out here, we everything we do. Is going to be criticized. 
Let's get ready to rumble! Borders presents podcast to podcast. Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. It's the day of replenishment because I just drank water. And it's also a day where Beyond Borders records their shows. And I got fancy. And I paid money because I want to make sure I have this massive panel. I want to bring it out to everybody. So if you listen to our shows and saw the videos, we were talking about dating preferences. I started off with the ladies because they said they did not want to go second because they knew the men were going to go in. So I appeased them. And I How let about them talk. you tell the truth now? Okay, first off, don't interrupt me during my monologue. Because you're lying. Thank you're you lying. so much. Stop you. I'm not lying. Okay, stop we it. We did not ask to go first. Okay. Can can I can I make it a little better than it was? Jesus. You see what you see? This is what we go through. But anyway, the lady spoke. Hello. You spoke quite eloquently. I can't hear anything. And then I said, Let, yes. We can hear you, Nikki. I'm in the middle of a monologue. Give me one second. I hear you. Yes, I hear it. Now, I had the fellas come on, and the fellas and I got crazy. Yes, we did. And I'm sure the ladies heard what we said, and they're probably not too happy, which is fine. So I said, why not bring everybody here and have a free-for-all panel, and everybody get their opinions out and get their points out? So that's what we're doing today. So it's a live show. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm pretty sure it's going to go off the rails because Rose and I argue with each other every other day. But before we start, I'm going to allow the panel to introduce themselves. And then we're going to get into it. So who wants to start? I'm going to pick on you if you do not start. Hey, guys. This okay, is fine. I'm talking. Thank you. Hey, guys. This is Rose. You already know. Co-host of uh, Beyond Borders with Kit Gravity. Um, It's a beautiful day that the Lord has made. Let's get to it. Beautiful. We have to rep Jesus here. Who's next? Kristen. When you're done, you're calling somebody. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm Kristen, um, host of Personal Problems Podcast. Um, I'm watching my language today because it is Lord's Day, so I'm going to be good and gracious. Yes, um, today is a clean show. Yes, and I will be clean. And just my podcast is just me ranting and raving about personal problems that we face in life. All right. And I will pick Ultimate Black Man to to go next. Whoa. Is this like one of them challenges online? 
Ah, uh, seems to sure. be. <laughs> I think it's easier like that. Okay, oh. okay, here we go. I gotta get some of this water. All right, guys. Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe. I am one half of Ultimate Black Man Radio. Uh, I have a YouTube channel here. Um, I discuss uh, relationship issues dealing with the black community, but I also deal with other things such as finance, um, health, wealth, things of that nature. Uh, I am a lot of you that are probably listening probably know me from Nicole Michelle's podcast that she did um, when she first came to YouTube. Uh, that's how a lot of you know me. Um, and of course, y'all probably know me. Um, I have a strong Facebook presence. I've had several posts go viral. So I am probably the most controversial person on this panel. Of course, I will not be cussing today. It is the Lord's day. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Definitely glad to be on the show. And of course, um, looking forward to the healthy dialogue on today. Awesome. Thanks. Yes. Now, who next? Harvey. What happened? What happened? He's coming back. Um, we lost. Nick. Is he? Maybe he yeah, wants to. I think it's just a camera. Time. If he wants to turn it off, that's fine. Then, you know, we could just go with all. Yeah, you don't need to have your camera. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, streaming yards, I don't know, depends on what device he's using because they just put up the i. they just put up iPad connectivity. So I don't know. Yeah. What? Yeah, oh, wait. Hold on. Ooh. We can make Nikki go next. She just walked in the room. <laughs> Okay. okay, Harvey's oh, back. There. It's up now. Okay, let's let Nikki go first. Okay. Very good. Use your phone. All right. So am I introducing myself or? Yeah, I'm not. I'm glad yeah, I had yeah. to just throw you in okay. there like that. But. <laughs> oh, my name is Nikki. Are we sure? Um, <laughs> I'm mostly on Instagram. I go by um, Nikki G underscore moving with purpose. So I do freestyles, quotes, poetry, just help people move into the purpose that God has for them. And just being that force of uplifting, upbuilding, empowering. So I'm really excited for today, like to get the ball rolling and to talk about everything. But I did want to say one thing. A lot of times we always put the emphasis on the possibility, but we need to continue moving forward. And when we make decisions, we need to take some accountability. Hmm. Okay. The word of the center. <laughs> you got it. Nikki, I will cash up you your five dollars for that. We lost Harvey. We did. I'm about to tell him to just go on the phone. It's yeah. a lot easier if, if his thing is messing up. But let's just start really fast. Now, folks, before we got on the live, Rose and I argued just now. Like yesterday. It started yesterday, actually. And it started yesterday. So I was arguing like I was arguing with an ex. It, it was bad. We were arguing over soon to be King Black Man, aka Michael B. Jordan. We know who this brother is. We saw him grow up from All My Children to The Wire, Fruitvale Station. He became Creed, then Killmonger. And he was just in a movie called Just Mercy, where he played a lawyer trying to get Jamie Foxx out of prison. But that's not why we brought him up. We brought him up because for some reason, his dating preferences, he's always being held accountable for it because apparently the chicks that he's into are either not black or not black enough. 
and Rose swears up and down that is not the case. And I believe it is. So I'm going to let her espouse her opinion because I'm pretty sure she's going to cuss me out, but I don't care. <laughs> this is why I don't ever let you. Well, this um, is black version of cussing. This is why I don't ever let you recap stuff because you don't ever recap it the way it went down. You know, first of all, the first question was, what is accountability got to do with dating preference? Right. I think that's mm -hmm. something we talked about yesterday. And you told me, get on the show today. I'm going to tell you. So that's number one. Number two, I've said this before. The rate of interracial or relationship is always the black men. If we're looking at a black to white perspective or black to Asian perspective, it's always the black men almost double um, the chance and possibility of dating outside this race than the black women. So for me, what I looked at Michael B. Jordan and I, and I, I would admit, so today I actually search why this brother is always getting so much backslash. Because I really, to be honest, I haven't paid attention. So I researched, I'm going to get to that. But if you guys were getting so much backslash, then those numbers wouldn't show what is showing now, which means that you guys are dating way more outside your race. Black, what white women almost doubling than black women dating white men and almost six times as likely to date outside with Asian than a black woman with an Asian guy. So, you know, maybe if you're famous and you have power and you're black, then you get the back backslash. I said, maybe, maybe that was the case with Michael B. Jordan, but I think a regular Joe black Joe guy, um, I don't see that happening. Now we do know there's still traditional family out there that will give you, you know, side ass and things like that. But um, I'm just playing what the, by the number of statistics show that you black men do date way more outside the race than the black women, twice as like likely. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Okay, so this is what I found. So I was like, wait, why is his brother getting so much backslash? I don't think he's doing anything wrong. And this is not to, I don't know, not to give weight of anything that the the black women going after him. They're wrong, period. I, you know, leave the brother alone. But I think I read that it started back in 2015 when he took a picture with Kendall Jenner and people mm. came out and it was rumored that he was dating her. Mm -hmm. And with rumors, you can always do th two things. So either you address it or either you just let it linger. So for me, it's always really hard. I really don't care about rumors, but then if you let it sit for too long, it just become a problem. So when he addressed it, he picked an instant where he was in Italy it was a picture on the boat that came out and the people he was hanging out was all, you know, not black women. And it was on IG social media. We're talking when he came with an explanation, it was via a tweet. And let's just say that he might not have handled it properly. And that's when he started talking about milk preference. So his tweet talked about almond milk. I don't know. He listed all kind of milk, cinnamon, crispy milk and whatever and that was like e and even even get got more backslash and i think from that day on they just never let that brother alone and i'm just like yikes okay mm, i don't know they're they're wrong for doing that but you know his explanation about our rumor probably didn't sit well with comparing women with milk so i live it like that but other black men like the regular Black Joe man don't get no mm. backlash for what I could see. Okay, that was great. Anybody else want to chime in with this? 
I need to get a Jeopardy sounder. <laughs> I think we should let Harvey introduce himself. We no, can you guys hear me? Don't be scared, y'all. Yes, Harvey. Hey, Harvey. Can you guys hear me first? Of okay, that's Once that's again. a good start. Right. We can hear you. Hello, my apologies again. I don't know. I think there's a yeah. sign. Every time I try to get on with you guys, something's up. I don't know. That's that's clearly on me. Um, one half of the Love Is Black podcast. Okay. We discuss, you know, relationships, you know, husband, wife, all that fun stuff with a black, you know, twang to it. Um, I missed the first, you know, few minutes of this, so I didn't hear what you guys were talking about. So I come in unsure of what you guys are speaking of. Can I get like a okay. ten second? Well, we were talking about update where you guys we were, were at. About, yeah, we were talking about Michael. We were talking about Michael B. Jordan and his. They he dates the black females. Wow, he dates. I think he gets a lot of backlash about me saying backlash. Thanks, Rose. Backlash differences, and she says because we date out more, it shouldn't be that way. We date out. So if you want to chime in on that, that's fine. Black man, we talking about now. Yes. So, so he says we date out more, so we uh, shouldn't get any, we shouldn't begin nearly as much criticism as we do. With black men, we shouldn't yeah. get as much criticism. And think about it. That's why. That I think if people are getting mad, like if we're looking at Michael B. Right. Jordan, it's because of his attractiveness. And they feel, oh, well, he's too cute. I don't want to lose him. Even though, I mean, I feel like, what's the chances of you actually meeting and dating him? But I think he's open to any race. Yeah. So, you know, I don't feel like that's wrong. He, he's mm -hmm. open to anything. He's just a target. And that's what I kept saying. I don't know why people always come hard on him like that, but. I think it may be more so too because by him being African American, like he's someone that's like he's portrayed on the screen. They see him in different types of movies. They're like, okay, he's representing us out there. So it's only best that he's going to stick to dating only black women. But it's essentially up to what he prefers. So it shouldn't be, you know, additional stigma placed on him as a result of who he prefers to actually date. But I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people feel like he's a part of the black community. He should only stick to dating just black women. And you brought up a big point. I think us as black, when you play a role on TV, we think Can that's you in real life, unfortunately. So if he plays a movie where he black loves a black woman, we just think in his real life he should like a black woman. I think we do that so much. We project so much. What you so want to say, Gabe? That, I hadn't said anything. That yeah. was uh, Harvey. What do you want to say, that's Gabe? Harvey. That's Harvey. That was Harvey. Oh. Oh, Harvey. Sorry. Did he freeze? Uh, yeah, that, that was oh, me. Um, can I just ask a real quick question? Some, am okay. I frozen? No, go ahead, brother. Yeah, go, ahead. Oh, go, ahead. Good? Yeah. go ahead. Can I just ask yeah, if ahead. Michael B. Jordan, yeah, if Michael, <laughs> if Michael B. Jordan wasn't attractive, would we care who he was dating? We shouldn't care, period. Ladies? Because... Because well, what's what attractive? It depends. I understand. No, I understand that part. I don't kind of mention the whole part about his looks. I well, think yeah, that's what not, I was saying. 
Because maybe he wouldn't be such a catch, and we're like, we can let him out. I don't think so because. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think no, I don't so think so. Not the fact of of his attractiveness is more so with the fact that he's you know he's black, and a lot of people may feel like okay, he should just date black women only. So I don't think it's limited to you know how he looks. I think it's just that overall. I disagree because nobody said anything when Flavor Flav was dating. What was that woman's name? Bridget or something. Nobody said anything mm, about Bridget that. Bridget Nielsen, right? Yeah, nobody said yeah. anything about that. I do feel like Bridget Karen, Nielsen yeah. that Michael B. Jordan has a sex. Yeah, Bridget appeal. Nielsen. Yeah, and whenever there's sex appeal associated, then definitely, you know, people get upset. People got upset at LeBron James's son for showing that he liked, you know, exotic looking women, and I was like, he's a teenager. Who cares? But, but you know, exactly. Exactly. I think it's just a it's just he a pick and choose. Yeah. Nobody said nothing about Kodak Black. Yeah, I yeah. Mm -hmm. And not to say that I'm thinking that way. I just think that other people think that way. Like Kodak Black, no one's over here saying he has sex appeal and that they want to be with him. There's no desire there. Um, even if as Michael B. Jordan has played villains, he still had that sex appeal. So people when they're sexy, we don't want to see them with something else. But if they're ugly, ideally, I guess, then, oh, go, let him go have that, you know? And so it becomes that thing. I don't know what could probably Gabe, be all of I just wanted to bring that up because you somebody mentioned the whole thing about how he's attractive. Mm -hmm. No problem. Um. So first off, Gabe, why are you black so quiet? Folk, black black folks as a whole, uh, black people as a whole, don't date out that much. Oh, okay. okay. So that's first off. Second off, that man can date whoever he pleases to date. Okay. Um, I think a lot of sisters look at a man like that and know that they do not qualify. For a man like that, these sisters, these well, these white women or whoever else he's dating, these women, quote unquote, qualify. And they this reminds when women, when black women see that, it reminds them that they are losing on the dating podium. Okay, on the totem pole of dating, black women are at the bottom. So when they see a good looking man like Michael B. Jordan. Uh, twirling around with these Latinas or these white chicks, it's reminding them that dudes that they desire, whether it be physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, are not looking their way because they do not qualify. This is why you had grown women harassing LeBron's James son because he says he preferred a certain phenotype. It reminds them that they are out here losing when it comes to dating these men. So I think that's what we have to kind of look at. I really get kind of tired of us comparing these celebrities. I know us black folks, us Negroes, we have this God complex and we always look to the celebrities and this is how things are supposed to be. And I'm, I'm glad Kid Gravity used this example in Rose Gold. Y'all used this example because it does point to a bigger issue. But a lot of us have a really big, you know, God complex and we look at these celebrities like, Oh, this is how things go. Black folks don't even really date out that much anyway. Black men or black women. So that's just kind of how I look at it when it comes to that. 
Hmm. Okay. See? I told y'all. Yeah, let that man live, please. God. He ain't hurt nobody. <laughs> he ain't going out there cracking on y'all any other day. He's not doing that. He's just trying to live his life. And I guess that man yeah. can't even go to he can't even protest right without some chick going up in it and it's huh? Go ahead. Okay. Before you go on your rent. And I, th- and I guess what Gabe brought up, it's something that we, we've shown that happened in minority. The same complex happened with Asian men, you know, feeling like they're women on um, their dating pool. If they were to want to date an uh, Asian woman is lower by chances with black, white men dating their women. So I think minority, if this, this feeling of competition that arise, if you want to solely date within your race and there's not enough, to go around so um i think the same complex that black women could have is also seen in minority and i guess minority asian and what is the kind of the common underlying i think is all about competition if your pool is getting smaller and smaller then there's a certain way that you're feeling you know and Fortunately, they react that way. So I don't know about LeBron James' son, but I know Dwayne Wayne's son is actually dating a Latina, and he has shown and taken pictures of his girlfriend many occasions. I haven't heard of any backslash from him. Once again, there are certain things that we cannot quite because who, understand. Nobody really knows him. Oh, come on now. Nobody no really knows him outside of being around. No, what I'm saying is they don't know him like he, they know LeBron James' son. What's I don't even know his first name. I, I tell you the truth, I don't know his first name. So now we're back on I think it like how popular you are, right? Yeah, Zaya. I think. I guess. Okay. Uh, now Zaya is. I mean, no. Yeah, but see, nobody cared about that though with him. Listen, nobody I cared. I get them confused because I don't know which is which, especially with that whole family dynamic. I you know I, I don't really real care. Close. You know I. <laughs> Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> they're weird, we're not gonna talk about them today. Not today. That's a whole nother subject. But like I like I was saying, just let that man have. All I'm asking is, you just let us have it. I mean, any yes, we would home, we do date and marry y'all. No, say what? Let any black man just leave and pick say that again and choose whatever they whomever they want to date. Any black man, not just Michael B. Jordan. We do. Yeah. We do, but then there's a problem when we do because there comes the scrutiny. Like if I like okay, say if a guy went and let's just say somebody famous picked up Kristen or Nikki, they're going to question how black they are. What's the point of that? If they ain't love, they ain't love. Let them have it. But like I always also told you, if it was the other way around. And we critiqued who y'all date, your whole contingent will come after us. We get called colorists. We say, You, you gay, you can't get no women because where I'm dating. You look at me like you are lying again, but go ahead. I ain't doing nothing. Keep going. That's you, kid. That's just you. I'm, I'm used oh, to you. Oh, wait. I finally. Do you understand? This is like 60 episodes. I finally shut her up for more than three seconds. This is amazing. <laughs> and I'm glad I have this on film. Well, I have this on film. 
I'm going to play this over and over again, but we're going to continue. Because now we, okay, so the general consensus is date who you want. That, that, that's lovely. That's how it's supposed to be. We're going to go into, I don't know who's familiar with the B. Simone piece. Raise your hand um, if you're familiar with it. I think so. More recently, right? I said, Ray, I, I, I love, I said, raise your hand. Yeah. Oh, I think. But anyway. I don't okay. know if she's been oh, in any other real controversy, quick. but most recently, I think she was into something. Yes, but we'll do the most recent one where she said that now that she's in a different tax bracket, she's not dating nine to five men anymore. And that's, that's a sentiment I've been hearing online for like the last month. Kid Gravity, you might just want to do a quick synopsis so everyone can be caught up to everything and then we can go into that. Yeah. So basically, she she got to a million, million followers and, you know, she has her lip gloss business going off and, you know, she's in a different tax bracket now. You know, shout out to her. You know, we want to see more black businesses out here. But she decided... To use her newfound platform and new followers, to the fact that now that she's in a different tax bracket, she does not want to date a regular dude anymore, aka the nine to five man, the blue collar worker, someone who puts his nose to the grindstone, trying to save up what he can so he can have a nice little retirement. Me personally, if you want to go date somebody upper there, that's fine with me. Just don't say it out loud because. There was a controversy when a dude said that, Mr. C.J. King, and y'all went and black women went nuts because he wanted to go and express that he wanted to be, he was the prize and he should get a woman that fits his desires and what he's achieved. So I still say be Simone. She can go have her opinion. She could go date whoever she wants. But the fact that she went after nine to five dudes, which is most guys. That just rubbed me the wrong way. So I'm going to turn it over to the panel and let them, again, express themselves. Tell me if I'm full of crap, which I'm sure Rose will, but go ahead. Floor's open. I'm going to start calling um, on people. I don't I like the silence. Clip. I don't like the silence. Uh, hey. I was gathering. Yes, Harvey, go ahead. Harvey, go I ahead. I saw that clip. We even talked about it in our pod. Y'all hearing me? Yes. All right, so we yes, talked sir. about that clip on our podcast. She was, she was on, yeah, she was on Nick Cannon's podcast or show or something, and she was talking. Yes. Uh, um, yes. I agree with you completely about her having a problem with the nine to five people. I don't know who she is. I don't follow that kind of stuff, so I don't know. She's just somebody who all of a sudden she's popular, whatever. That's not maybe my issue. If you decided that you're not going to date somebody because they work a nine to five, they're, you know, they pick up garbage, they're a civil servant, they work smart, they make money, they've got benefits, they work, but you have a problem because he, I think her line was, he wouldn't understand my lifestyle because I'm up at midnight or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's as superficial as it gets. And truth be told, not that I'm a great catch, you know, I'm all personality, less looks. I'm not trying to date you anyway. I need a person who would like me for everything. I understand wanting to be financially stable. But to determine that you're not going to date somebody because simply they are a nine to five blue collar worker based on the fact that you're, I guess, an entertainment business or you came up with some makeup that's hot for a minute. 
seems real superficial and she feels like she's going to be alone or she's going to be in a relationship with somebody who's just as superficial as she is. So she can have her opinion, but I didn't understand what the point of that was. You should want somebody who has a good work ethic. You work a nine to five, you work in hard five days a week. That seems like the kind of person she should want to associate with. That person would appreciate the time she's putting into her business, but she didn't really see it that way. And I thought that was real shady. So that's just mm. my humble opinion on her commentary. Uh, B. Simone is a clown. Um, first and foremost, my man, the kind of the kind of men that she's wanting to date don't want her. Okay, so she's saying that she wants a man that's an entrepreneur. He's a hustler. He's a go getter. If he's a true to the game entrepreneur and he's out here, he's CEO status. He's not even going to date or be Simone. Why? Because he doesn't want an alpha as a partner. Two alphas do not mix. And she has an alpha personality. She's basically an alpha female. So that's first and foremost, the kind of dude she's claiming she wants. They're not going to want her. Okay, those men look for cooperation and they, they basically look for traditional women and she's neither. Second off, what she really wants, she's she's infatuated with these Instagram hood love couple thing. Them, them, those that, that dynamic that that ghetto hood Instagram dynamic. She really wants a dude that's out here scamming like she's scamming because she scammed her way to that million because we come to find out she plagiarized the whole book. I mean, you know, but that's neither here nor there. Really, what she mm, wants? She wants. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Whoa, whoa! I did not know this. Yes, she actually plagiarized What's the up? book. She was just coming out, and mm-hmm. she it came yep. out that she plagiarized it. She said she had a team that put the book together, which is a bunch of malarkey. That's a bunch of BS. She scammed her way to the million. See, that's what I was talking about with a lot mm-hmm. of these chicks. They're disingenuous. They're disingenuous on how they obtain things. They're disingenuous about what they really want. They're disingenuous. She, she's a very disingenuous woman, okay? So not only has she scammed her way, she won't hurt. And I said, I did a whole podcast on this. I did it with Marisane. And I said, I said, what she really wants is a scammer. And this is before we found out she scammed her way to the million. I said, she won't one of these dudes that's out here peddling dope and selling drugs. And th- she won't that kind of hustle mentality. She won't a scammer Luciano, one of these dudes that go to the black market and be doing can- uh, credit card scams and stuff. That's really what she won't. And sure enough, it came out that she scammed her way to, the, to that million. And I said, I knew it. So uh, really, when she's saying she wants her a hustler, they don't understand my mindset. She what she's really saying is she wants a man that can go out there and get quick money. That's what she's saying. And when they, when you hear women say they want somebody that can get quick money, they're talking about these dope dealers and these scammers. So a lot of that junk that she was talking about, talking about some she can't date no nine to five dude. Y'all need to start, you got to start reading in between the lines. She doesn't want a, a decent guy who goes to work and gets his money on an honest for with an, an honest living. She doesn't, that's what she does not want. That's as simple as that. So I'll stop mm. there and give the panelists a uh, chance to respond. Yeah. I mean, real quick, when you get to be famous, celebrity, or real whatever, quick, real quick. Yeah, I was just going to say, money hangs out with money. So I thought what she said was outlandish too, but I'm just going to say, I'm not on her same tax bracket. So I wouldn't even be friends with her. 
she's not in in the same mm. tax bracket as the men she claims she want. There are men that work a nine to five that make more than her. Does not does doesn't the CEO work a nine to five? Fred Smith CEO of FedEx doesn't he not work a nine to five? Mm. Doesn't the CEO of Lowe's Home Depot? Discover master, don't these men work nine to five? And they have obtained money mm. that she will never see. Jeff Bezos works a nine yes, to five, sir. does he not? He's gonna be the first, he's gonna be the world first trillionaire. No, yes. Does he not work a nine? That he man don't work a nine to five, five. Technically, not at all. Yeah, hell no. No, no, uh, he worked. He, that's that's a nine to five, bro. I listen, I work, I mean, he I that's, work, that's, that's no, I work you, for that you, company. And that man does not work a nine to five. I do the nine to five. He started as a nine to five. No more. He started out as a nine to five. I apologize. the grind. But technically, because he's responds to emails to customers and everything. Yes, he does. He actually responds to it. He responds to to some emails. He's known for that. He only responds to his own close partners. The CEO does it. So let's he's, let's yeah let's ch- let's not give the man that much credit. Okay. But again, he's, <laughs> again, Bezos, according to her definition every, of a nine to five man, real quick, real quick, she, she, he would fit that bill. He she ahead, would not Nikki. date a Jeff Bezos. Go ahead, Nick. I feel like I feel like her wait, statement real that quick. she made. I don't think was, so. Real quick, those, those executives you're wait, talking wait, about. Nikki, 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 hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whatever what I said, we're not gonna talk over each other. Remember. Hold on. There's a delay. I don't have a gavel. That's that's a spoon. <laughs> There's a delay, kid. That's I why. Know, I know. But that's a... what the hell? Now, you <laughs> real quick before Nikki goes. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. Um, B Simone saw my story, so I, I I was hoping she would come on, but I'm I'm this small, so she she not gonna talk. She might be upset with me, but I don't care. I just wanted y'all to see that her thing is right at the bottom, so I'm gonna turn it off. Nikki, go ahead. I feel like her statement had no consideration for other people, you know, that do work a nine to five because she can be cutting off a lot of people that could be good contenders. Like her thought process is not, I feel like, where it needs to be. It's a lot of people that do make an honest living working out of five. It does. I agree with you. Shows the work ethic, how determined they are, and that they can have goals put in mind for where they want to be, and they're taking the steps necessary. Like you can say, she can say, oh, she wants, oh, she wants somebody that's this way, that's that way. But in all actuality, she's cutting off people that could be possible contenders that can be actually good people that are trying to make an honest living. So I feel like I definitely don't agree with her statement because there are people, you know, especially, you know, seeing family members and things of that nature and people that are working nine to five and they have good intel behind them on why they're doing what they're doing. So I definitely don't agree with the, the statement that she made about that because at the end of the day, when you look at it, you know, she claims to have this status or be, you know, at this level, having a million followers. That's great and everything like that. But it's not taking into consideration other individuals as well. Mm. Hey, Tiff, Tiff. Tiff is watching. Tiffy Television. She said her attitude speaks to the narrative that when a man has material money, wise means more than what kind of man he is. Yup. Yep. Well, you know, in a nutshell, her statement was very funny, right? I found it very outlandish. She was out there with that. Um, but to put that in perspective, I don't know, you know, just like Ultimate Black Men Gabe, um, you know, who she deserve and who she does not deserve. I won't go there. But she brought up one point, which is lifestyle. And I could see her point from that perspective um because i am a nine to five and i've dated 
entertainers. I've dated people in the music industry and film industry, and it was really hard. It was, you know, two relationship. Nothing really happened. Don't don't open your eyes like that. I told you that before. Don't do that. Kid. Wait, what? You never told me this. I've told you, you this. Don't tell me nothing. But go ahead. I'm sorry. That's, that's a lie. No, you didn't. But we're gonna talk after after the air. We're gonna talk. And go you know, scheduling um was really hard on our relationship. Um, he wanted me to be everywhere he was going, touring and everything like that. As a nine to five, even as out crazy outlandish uh, corporate um, time that I had, I just couldn't do that. I mean, I will go sometime, but I will have to work on my computer while he's just, you know, yo, come chill with me. Come do this with me. I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm on the clock. You know, first of all, you should be happy that I even travel with you and I'm not going to the office. So it was really hard. Um, That was one. Then I was like, okay, you know what? You know, it was kind of hard. I won't do that again. You know, I'll just try to build up a relationship with someone that I, you know, can, we can work our schedule out because part of a relationship, if you, you know, unfortunately, we have to bring these celeb people again, but sometimes because their life is so out there, that's why we can see that. Uh, we've seen a lot of those relationships just falling because we don't have time. Why are you here? I'm not. Why I'm there? You're not. Um, second time again, pretty much the same thing happened. Gone six months out of 12 of the year. You know, best friend became Facebook. We were just, you know, not Facebook, FaceTime, should I say. <laughs> so video chatting and all of that. And at one point, you you feel like, you know, you live in a relationship delayed. So based on lifestyles, of course, she's full of ish. You know, she plagiarized a whole book. But her statement, um, I did see if a little bit of true in, in, in the lifestyle where it's really, really hard to to bring those two schedules. It's not impossible, though. Um, no people that can make it work. Um, it's not impossible. You know, every time we were talking about it, the goal for me was like, you know, find a business, you know, that will free up your time so you can come with me, so you can tour with me, and, you know, so you can manage me on the tour. But it was like, okay, I'm not at that level yet. You know, if we have to work towards that so that I could free myself of corporate responsibility and be able to do all that. So on the lifestyle... She might have a point, maybe, but all the other crap she said is is BSing completely. She wants a man cussed. that she can take care of. That simple as that. She she wants a dude that mm, can say it again. Up. She wants a dude that she can take care of. She wants a dude that can jump up and be at her beck and call. Basically, she wants a beta male. A dude that is dependent on her and her money. That's what she wants. She don't want no boss dude for real, for know. real. Because you got to submit to them dudes. You got to submit to them cats. She Gabe, are you dude. talking based off what she said or are you talking based on how you know her in general? Are we commenting on the, on the, on the her comment off the Nick Cannon show, or are we just commenting on her life in general? Yeah, like no, off the Nick Cannon show. And I mean, oh. I mean, I do watch that whole those Instagram comedians, so I, I kind of know, but just based off what she said on Nick's Cannon show, like you just, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm seldom wrong about these things. You could just, let, let's, okay, for instance, she's saying that she's, man, she's really good at manifesting, right? But the kind of her ideal guy is the baby who has a baby mama and a baby on the way. If I'm not mistaken. That's her ideal dude. You see what I'm saying? 
But she talking about so she want her a boss dude, a boss, uh, a dude that's out. You want you you you're saying you want this guy that's that's all he's this big boss, this CEO hot shot, you know. This, but you running in behind a dude who already got a woman and got kids on the way. So it's just you know, she wants a dude that she can take care of. I'm telling you what I know. So all that I want to see your stuff. Well, That's both. Want to be taken care of, so we'll take your word for it. What's up, kid? She wants a sim. Exactly. <laughs> she wants a sim. She wants a, a sim. A a dude that these dudes she that lay up in these. She wants the Madden King. And play two K and Madden and Call of Duty all day. That's what she wants. And they be out here scamming folks in between time. That's what she wants. Okay. Well, yes, I say let her have it because I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, girl. I she think that her, all of them yeah, too. I think, that, I think that what she wants is definitely way far off. It's different for every woman, but definitely no. If she wants that, that's you know her cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I agree. But you also gotta remember celebrities like that. We've given them so much power that we, when they say things like that, it's indicative of everybody. It becomes a generalization. And I think us, as the people that aren't in those positions, we got to say these opinions, like we say on our show before the show starts, the views and opinions are not wholly directed as us as black people. So if you don't feel like that, and I tell Rose this all the time, if you don't call them chicks out like that, people are going to continue that cycle, and it's going to yeah. get a problem. And I say to the dudes that, too, that's yeah, you that's gotta, how you got to call them out. Yeah, yeah. Most and of the, the problem is chicks case, like yeah. her, them, them housewife nut jobs, and, and all these other chicks that have a platform say things like this, and then they get verified by other chicks that think like them and then people say okay that must be how they really think so i'm just tend not to deal with them and then that's when you start getting these men's movements coming out against it and then y'all just saying that we just they're just angry people and they can't get no love they see see look at the one in the middle again look at her face twist up go ahead I mean, sometimes I like Sometimes when you see like people that are celebrities and you see the way that they think and different viewpoints that they have, people equate that and place a stigma on other people that may be black or people of a different race because they think, okay, this person thinks that way. They're well known, you know, in the entertainment industry. So we're going to equate that all people that race think that way or do certain things that way. And that's not always the case. And it comes with us having to try to break the mold and prove to people, okay, we're not all the same. You know, they may think this way, but I think totally different. And stop trying to equate that to just one specific race thinking that way or men thinking that way or just women thinking that way because that's not true in everybody's situation. And I've always said this to kids. So what's the solution? What should we do? Should we have a show every other day when something like this come out and start chasing them and, and try to go viral, trying to contradict what they say? Like, well, that, I mean, there's that channels work? that... I mean, I mean, we could do that, but everybody does that anyway. Oh, what would make us though? different? 
I don't know. Maybe if someone who has a bigger platform, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, yes, we have to say, hey, that's not cool. And I think a lot of people, like, we just, you brought up the topic. Everybody on this panel own a, a podcast. They already told you. They talked about it on the podcast. You know, Gabe talked about it. Harvey talked about it. Mm-hmm. You know, Kristen knew about it. She talked about it. Nikki, mm-hmm. we all talked about it. And here we are again, maybe two, three weeks later, we're still talking about it. Yeah. You know, Mm-hmm. Do you think it's falling into deaf ears or do you think people are actually listening to us and hearing us out? I feel like it's a combination of both. I feel like people hear it, they 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 listening to it, but they're mm-hmm. not going to fully agree with what's being said or they're going to be stuck in their own ways. Like, okay, I think this is how it is, this is how it's going to be. And I feel like a lot of times people see it, they see the message, they see what y'all presenting for, but they don't want to hear it because some people can't handle the truth. They want watered down versions of the truth. They want to know certain aspects of what they think is the truth. And then when you give it to them, when you talk to them and when you letting them know this is what it is, they're not ready for all of that. They're not ready for it all the time. Very true. I think what we're doing here, we just selling programs. And if you buy into it, then you buy into it. If you don't, then there's going to be a lot of B. Simone out there. I don't know. Maybe worse version than that. I don't know. Vice oh, they are right, they're out there already. They out there already. And there'll be Those chicks are out there already. Those are the ones that co-sign what she said. And, and there's, there's going to be also the, the opposite version of that. The, 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 the guy that, you know, who's looking for, for certain type of chicks that, you know, hey, they're allowed to. But is that really what it is? Mm. I mean, if you want to follow oh, like I said, that. And once we that, see. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, like, if you want to live that lifestyle and say, well, I don't want a guy that's nine to five or whatever, you have to look and see how you're living, too. I can't sit here and struggle. I'm going to find a guy that's never been nine, like, that's not nine to five. That's why I was saying money hangs out with money. Even though we might not like how B. Simone gets her hustle or whatever, she is still going to attract certain people. So the baby, well, yeah, he's going to find her. He's not going to find me. So I can't sit here and follow me with Simone and say, I'm going to live her lifestyle. And I'm not even really, I'm, I'm not channeling her either. If that makes sense. We have to begin to combat a lot of this foolishness that these uh, celebrities or Instagram and social media celebrities are doing. They listen to us. All right. I am a, a follower of Tariq and Sheets. I remember before his platform got big, a lot of celebrities would follow him and respond to a lot of his criticisms. Um, you know, as black folks, we're just in too critical of a time to let a lot of these celebrities slide with a lot of this junk that they're doing. So, uh, you know, are there other important issues we should be focusing on? Absolutely. But I'm really getting tired of these celebrities getting on here because, see, what she said, a lot of these knucklehead women, they'll end up, they actually buy into things like that. Believe it or not, they buy into that mentality. And a big part of the reason why a lot of our sisters are single is because of that mentality. So as a people, we have to combat a lot of this stuff and give the opposite view on that so people can just be aware. That's just kind of how I see that. I'm tired of these folks running around here telling all these, these lies, you know? So, touching based on something I did, I was curious. It again. In her statement, 
in her statement, she said that she she doesn't want to date people that work nine to five. She only wants to be dealing with people that are entrepreneurs. So is that taking into account people that either are entrepreneurs that grew up in a business that was handed to them or people that had the work hours similar to a nine to five in order to get their business off the ground running? She don't want neither. Neither one. She doesn't want an entrepreneur. She does not want. She don't an want entrepreneur. an entrepreneur. She don't want. Yeah, that was a want lie. That. She wants that, a sim. She wants. A she wants sims. They're sorry. That's what she wants. Yes. I mean, for, I think we've most, already had this this discussion yeah, again. She wants. Um, she wants one. She wants a dude that's hang. Nikki, Nikki. The, she wants one of them dudes that hang out at Thirtieth Street Station. The the issue here is is bigger than just. Beast Moan and all of these other celeb. I think the issue start with society itself. When we listen to this type of rap music, what are they really saying? How are women or men or guys, what do they do in these new rapper songs? They hustle. They pull up guns. They pop, 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 pop. They, you know, all the video that we see is half-naked women and things Chicago. like that. Right? So... Right. That's mm -hmm. where we're supposed to direct our effort at. Now, we, we know better. We, we remember music before it got there, right? We remember, and then our parents do better. But, you know, not only our children, but our little brother and our little sister are growing up. And, you know, if I don't see a woman half naked on this video, music video, I don't even care about it. If this song don't talk about, you know, I'm going you know, to shoot you out, blah, blah, blah. I'm, you know, I pull up with the dope and I sell this quick money way, um, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that we need to do. It's not with the community though. That's true. It does. It's not with a our lot community. Of stuff being presented is being seen as normal as normalized. Mm. Like everything. In I the like videos, that everything. comment. Mm. Yep. Josh Wallace said that's why the behind the scene work is so important. Aside from the podcast, we have to make sure we're working to change the mindset of our communities on the day to day. Shout out to you, George. That's right. Yeah. This is why I tell you all the time, kid. What are you doing in Brooklyn? I was gonna I was gonna shout out the IG models. I always talk. Oh, I do shit. listen. I'm doing a lot. You don't know. I just don't tell you anything. But I was gonna exactly. shout out the IG models, but I'm I'm gonna leave them alone. I'm with oh God. Okay, black woman. We're gonna move on now. I'm gonna bring up a totem of accountability. And those photos gave my no. This 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 person is. I'll put it up right now. Here we go. I don't trust you with technology. I know. Oh, that queen. She's coming up. You don't that know how queen. to work it. You see I her. See I don't see anything. Okay. That's a beautiful black woman, is it not? You see it now. That's a beautiful Ooh, black woman. Isn't yes. that not? That's the queen, Sharzad Ali. That is Miss Sharzad Ali. Charizard that is Ali. queen. That is queen mother earth. I don't care what nobody tell me. Folk, back in the 80s, this woman wrote a book. I got the book in the bedroom. The black man's guy. Wait, what was it? The black woman's guide to understand the black man. I probably said that. She has reverse, that, and then she has the black man's guide to understand I'm sorry, the I'm black sorry. woman. She has both. I'm saying the black woman. So she wrote, she has both. Yes. I have the black man's version. I do too. The, the, the original yellow, the, the original yellow cover. 
Folk, she told us this 30 years ago that these conversations and these consequences were going to happen if we do not hold each other accountable. And the amount of backlash she caught, it was bad. People boycotted her. She went on these talk shows, Donahue, Sally, and, 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 and Geraldo, and it was. It seems like it was the same people following her everywhere, just criticizing the book, saying that all she, all she's doing is promoting divisiveness. And, and they always go back to that one part where she said, "If the black woman don't listen, you have an open hand slap in the mouth." And, and Living Color made a skit out of it. Okay, it was kind of <laughs> funny, but the point is, the point is, it was hilarious. I'm sorry, I, I have to, I have to, I have to give it a credit. It was funny. Every answer, every answer was an open hand slap in the mouth. But here we are in 2020, and five black young black people are talking about accountability. And she laid the groundwork, and we still are arguing 50-50 because I feel that black people need to have 50-50 accountability for us to start fixing things. You can't always put it on the man, can't always put it on the woman. And until we do that, we're going to have what we're having going through now because we are so fractured that when this whole COVID thing is over, and I'm sorry, Trump's going to get back in, it's going to be worse because there's going to be even more decisiveness, divisiveness. This so, is not a topic of politics. Legacy of Please, let's vote that man out. No, 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 no. It's about accountability. I know. I said this is I not a topic Charizard. of politics. We need to vote him out. Right. Yeah. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But on the topic of Sharzad Ali, Queen Accountability. Whoever wants to start. Yeah, it's funny because y'all look like y'all never you know Sharzad Ali. Not familiar with her. Um. Yeah, young, said in living color. Yeah, Sharjah Ali and um, I'm gonna send you links after the show, Kristen. I'll send you links. I was googling what while you were talking, so yeah, Sharjah yeah. Ali and um, oh, okay, yeah, you gotta, mother, you gotta watch uh, that. What's what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Francis Chris Wilson. A lot of these issues that we're dealing with today, Chris Wilson. Yeah, they gave us the blueprint thirty and thirty five years ago. So they go on these talk shows and black folks and white folks alike would tell them how stupid they were. And here we are 30 years later and all of their predictions and what they said would happen are coming to pass. And one thing I liked about Sharzad Ali, what she said was sure, sure enough, she talked about how black women don't cooperate and if they don't get, uh, themselves together, what would happen, and that we need the black man in the home. She also talked about how black men should take, should have taken control of back, should have taken back control of the community. And that was very telling. And a lot of men were upset with her about that, but she's most definitely 
correct because other men have control of their communities, whereas black men, it is not a patriarchy, it's a matriarchy, which is really funny because you still have a bunch of bozo women running around talking about, so we fighting the patriarchy. Well, there is no patriarchy, man. It is mostly a matriarchy, neither here nor there. But a lot of the things that she talked about, she called, in a lot of the issues that we're having, she talked about and warned us 30 years ago and, and dr Wilson warned us 30 35 years ago so what you're seeing now are the chickens coming home to roost um she's still active and traveling and, and speaking um you know she's much 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 older um and we can talk about like white supremacy all day until we're blue in the face we cannot begin to combat white supremacy until black folks is a collective is black men and black women can begin to get along we have to begin to get along we have to begin to mend our relationships among one another before we can even begin to think about you know fighting white supremacy riding is cool you know getting out in the streets that's nice but if the real revolution actually starts in your bedroom with your black wife or your black husband because the real threat to white supremacy is the black nuclear family and she said that 30 years ago and here we are still discussing a lot of the things she was talking about we can't even move on to the next step because we're just chasing our tails in circles so i'll leave it there for now I'll check out the read. She warned us. She warned us. And I think um coming back to what you said, Gabe, I think unity always um will always make us stronger and better. I think it's together. Um uh, always talk about community, community, community. It always start with one family and one neighborhood. And I think the change will happen progressively. Um never really believe to changes from the top to bottom but rather from bottom to top. So um, like you said, start with you and your partner in your bedroom and that change and in, in that cohesiveness can, can actually build up to something better. Um, relationship wise, I've never have not read her book yet. Um, I've read another controversial book, but you know, dudes don't like that book, but it worked for me, whatever. No, say it. Say oh, it. it's Steve Harvey, you know, you what know, book is there. this? Steve Harvey. Um, think like, like a man. Act like a lady. Think like a man. Yeah, he's a clown. He's a simp. But hey, if it worked for you, that's cool. Yeah. But that dude's a clown <laughs> with he that sure thick is. mustache. That, listen, we, remember, remember, we did, we did the simp episode, and I, I let that man live. But I, I did. Yeah. He, he's, he's really good at selling right. women false hope with his blockhead. He, that's a block. That mm -hmm. little that blockhead dude. Square head Negro. He that yeah. I'm not gonna go in on him today. <laughs> All right, easy, 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 easy. Anybody else want to chime in on, on Queen Accountability, aka Shahzad Ali? I think accountability. By the way, I don't care who get mad at me. Sorry, That's Nikki. Okay. I th didn't you play Queen Latifah today when you freestyled? No, I did CeeLo Green or, okay. and uh, Timberland. Oh, you did CeeLo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By the way. Queen Latifah stole Shahzad Ali's style, but that's another subject for another day. Go ahead, Nikki. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I feel like accountability is important and also being unified. 
with everything going on as us as black women and men, we always have a, a stigma placed upon us, you know, based on the color of our skin and not necessarily on a content or our character. So when you have society trying to do everything they can to ensure that we're separated, that we're divided away from each other, we need to come together as much as possible. And even though there's stigma placed on like, you know, black men making different decisions, not really being active within a household, like a, a huge division within the representation of black families, we have to try to do the best we can, you know, to uplift each other and also to be able to, yep. despite being separated, still come together. Like, okay, I'm going to hold you. I'm going to hold you accountable. You're going to hold me accountable. Despite what society says, despite what anybody says, we have to come together and hold each other accountable because everybody in society wants us to continue to be divided. But the best thing we can do is just come together and at the end of the day, hold each other accountable. But I am interested in reading that book. So, like, if you could send um, it's on Amazon. I bought it on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Okay. It's on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You said there's yeah, two you gotta, versions, you right? That book. Yes, there's the black man's guide to understand the black woman, and the black woman's guide to understand the black man. But the second one was the one where she went on tour with, and everybody gave a crap for it. Mm. Black woman. Guy. That's neither here nor there. I'm. We might have to do it after you read that book. We might okay. have to do a show on it. Yeah, let's do that. I love I love that book. My wife refuses to read that book. Yeah, <laughs> she won't like read that I book. I have it right next to the bed. She will not pick crack that book open. But okay, okay, the Black Woman Guide to Understanding the Black <sighs> Man. Is that what it is, right? The Black Woman Guides to Understanding the Black Man. Uh, mm. That's well, that's both her books. Okay. But the one that got her the controversy was the black man's guide to understand the black woman. I got it. I got it pulled up. Yeah. But yes, sticking on accountability. We've heard this term moving the goalposts. Basically a term that means when you're losing the change the parameters when and in this day and age everybody wants to win. Shout out to DJ Khaled. But it seems like black people like playing that game too much. I've done it on occasion. I will admit this. I have been wrong and I tried to go somewhere else. I will admit this. Why playing that game so much? If you're wrong, you're wrong. Just, but you want to learn. That's what life is about. You're supposed to learn. But it seems like we like moving the goalposts too much and virtue signaling and all that because we don't want to be accountable for our decisions and our mistakes. So I want to know why we just don't own up so we can fix and we can move forward. I feel like sometimes it's a pride thing. Like we can do things, you know, face the repercussions of the decisions we make, but we don't necessarily want to admit we're wrong. Even if we know based on everything that happened, maybe I should have did that. Maybe it could have went a different way. It's, it, I feel like it boils down to pride. We don't want to say, okay, I knew I was wrong. Maybe I could fix it. It's just, I feel like it, it, it takes a lot for us to really admit when we're wrong with regards to different things. That's and true. being able to take accountability. Yeah. That's true. And okay. that's one thing that we do a lot, ladies, for real, for real. We need to stop this together. We do. Every time 
you know, our partner would do something and, you know, we'll let it slide, right? He would apologize to us and say, okay, that's fine. You know, we'll move past, but we really don't ever move past that thing. You know, we're going to bring it up as much as we want to and like keep harming. I'm just like, yo, you just say two months ago that this was fine. You know, we moved past it, but we keep bringing it back. So I think we also have to be very honest with ourselves, and, you know, just not just say something like, hey, I'm cool with it. You know, um, I would let it slide. If it really bothers you, go ahead and say it. So pride, ego, everything. We really have to sometimes face our, our emotion and feelings. And I know that, you know, that's also a weakness of us because they were like, y'all too emotional. But I'm like, you know, if you want me to be any different, I'm going to give you something that's not there. That's something that's fixed, very superficial. And our problem will come back again. And I know dude hates that. Like, yo, you keep bringing back old, you know, old shit. And, you know, when when we do messed up and you guys trying to call us out, guess what? We're going to. I send you five dollars to the show. Whatever. <laughs> when we do mess up, thank you. Come on. When we do mess up, and you guys trying to call us out, what we using against you guys is bringing about all of those other stuff we let slide, and we were, we told y'all we were cool with it. Just like, but you did this, but you did that. That's gotta stop for real. But you know, it's it's pride, ego, and you know. Well, see, if you do that, then Mori. If you do that, if you do that, then Mori don't have he don't he, he don't have no content. I'm just, I'm just saying the brother got no content. You see that man struggling right now because he can't have people in the studio. Well, you know, hey. Anybody else want to go? Well, I was gonna comment on what Rose said. So I think a lot of it is that we don't get the closure that we need, and that's why women keep mentioning stuff because guys are very like squash it. I don't want to talk yeah. about it. I don't want to hear about it. And it's like, but I didn't get to understand or process everything. So that's why we keep having this. I'm going to keep going back and forth, back and forth. If, you know, then they try to say, well, we're emotional and use that against us. It's okay for me to be emotional. I'm a female. I can cry. I can say how I feel. And that's fine. I haven't been taught to hold things in. Let me say what I got to say. If you let me get it all out, I promise you I won't keep harping on it. But since men sometimes want to be like, oh, well, I'm sorry. Just because you say sorry doesn't mean I have to accept the apology. <laughs> I hear that all the time. <laughs> We're, sorry don't fix everything. What? Exactly. We teach children it, to say it, sorry without understanding the meaning. Sorry don't fix it. No, mm-hmm. for real. It, I understand where it's coming no, from. I'll but take it you to the bedroom. I'll fix it. I'll take, I'll take you that to the bedroom. And then that doesn't fix, fix it. anything, Girl. too. What? Who told you that? If you're wrong, you're wrong. You were gonna yeah. give it to me anyway. So what <laughs> we can't take that as a exchange. So just men saying. have to be I careful that, apologizing a lot though, because women can in turn use that to dominate you yes. and control you. So I'll be honest, I've kind of been going through this here lately with someone, and at first I would apologize, but I learned let me stop doing that. Because this will be used against me and this will be used to dominate me. So men have to be very careful of that. Uh, I'm all for sincere apologies, but I'm not going to apologize over and 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 over again for something that I did that you cannot seem to get over. 
That is not my job. That is not my duty. We are logical beings. I, let's talk about it. Let's get to the root of the issue. Okay. I apologize. Let's move on. Too many women like to harp and stay on the same issue. And this whole closure thing, women only want closure when it benefits them. When men want or desire closure, we do not get it. Do you know how many women I've dated and I wanted closure with them and they went off and, and was hopping on another man? It happens all of the time. Women only want closure when it benefits them. Closure is a bunch of malarkey. When things are said and done, that is the only closure that I or anybody for that matter needs. You're cutting off Gabe. Gabe, I think we're awesome. Your audio is really bad. We couldn't know. Oh, he done. No, he's gone. Yeah, I'm here. I'm still here. Can y'all hear me okay? Okay, yeah. Right there. There you go. Okay. But yeah, I I was was just saying it was a little bit of a lag. It was a little bit of a lag, but I was just saying that um, yeah, I I think closure's a bunch of it's bogus, and that the only closure folks really need is you know, when somebody does something to you and you see it as unforgivable, you charge them to the game and you move on. Um, most people come back. I've learned this too. Most folks try to double back and come back and it's up to you if you want to accept them, you know, and have them come back. But you know, I don't, that whole closure thing. I used to be real big on that. Um, but you need to find closure and peace within yourself and learn to let folks go. Um, so that's just kind of how I look go in your relationship with them though. What's that? I was saying it's hard to let them go when you're in a relationship no it is not because if you put your peace and your sanity first anybody that comes into your life and especially in relationships that's not adding to your peace and your joy they have to go on my podcast i tell men y'all spend too much time chasing them behind these women they really don't want you you need to charge them to the game and move on all you're doing is you're mentally abusing yourself by I'm in a relationship. So I got to have closure. No, no, I've, I've had relationships in and I didn't have closure and I had to move on. And those people end up trying to come back, but because I found peace and sanity and closure within myself, I was able to, you know, move on and not allow those people back into my life. This is, this is why like in Memphis, we had a woman who, Uh, was depressed because she was dating a dude who was married and he basically, I'm just a long story short, told her he really didn't want her anymore. So she takes some of her kids, gets in the car and flips her car over. You know what I'm saying? That's that she did that because she doesn't have any peace within herself. She's allowed this man uh, space in her mind and allowed this man to control her instead of just, he's married. You shouldn't even be dealing with him anyway. And if he's saying he's going to leave and he doesn't leave, he got to go. That's just how I am. I used to be all big about closure and being patient. Well, we're in a relationship. You know, the old folks say, you know, you got to hang in there in tough times. But if somebody is mentally abusing you and taking advantage of you, they have got to go. So. I think the definition of the word closure actually implies something personal. So if you find your own peace and truth within yourself, that's closure. So closure cannot really be a baloney, like you said, if you eventually find it on your own. And that's what it is. Closure is from within yourself. I think 
when I'm talking about closures, someone can bring element for you to find closure, but it's definitely up to you. I love you know? that. I love that rose gold. I like that a lot because it is. And again, I had to find closure. I had to have find peace within myself. Pray to whatever deity you pray to. You know, Nikki, she's a Christian. She'd be praying to the Lord and asking the Lord, I need closure. This Negro had my heart. He broke my heart. Lord, help me, Jesus. Whatever you do, what, however you can find that closure and that yeah. peace, do that. Because a lot of people, they don't give you closure because they are narcissists and they want to have control of you. And if they don't give you control, if they don't give you close, they can come back as they please and you get all excited and they do the same thing and they leave and they come back, do the same thing. They're not giving you any closure. The door is open. And if they won't close the door, you got to close the door. So whatever you got to do to do it, yep. do, do that. Do that. Be a responsible adult. Or jump out the window like I usually say. Oh, come on now. How many how many of these adults running around are really responsible today? There's four. Or five they put they we put our whole relationship today. we put our relationships online, and then get mad when somebody's in our relationship. I miss the nineties. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had a thought. I miss the nineties. The best thing about when you don't have like your relationship broadcast social media, you can deal with different situations in private. Like nobody's involved in the business. Everybody won't have their two cents to add to what's going on or to your relationship. But as long as you you guys know, you have understanding you're in a relationship, you've discussed it, that's good. But when you're on social media, everybody's going to add their two cents to everything. True. And it's going to be hard to really, mm -hmm. if you have plans to make the relationship grow, hold each other accountable, to have different you know, milestones you're trying to reach, it's going to be difficult when you're online, you know, talking about your, re your relationship and this and that. People on social media talk about their relationships. I guarantee you, it's not always rosy. They they show us what we see, but they had to go through bumps and bruises in a row to get to where they Major are. And key. sometimes it's not Major always key. true. Major key. Facts. Yep. That's true. It's like four, we got, you got four friends, it's four different opinions. All of like four friends, so it was like you know everybody's gonna want to add the two cents and you know yeah. social media, family, friends and family, all that co-worker, I mean, people that you didn't even invite in your relationship want to invite themselves. So hey. and the same people that's adding their two cents better use that same two cents to add to their relationship. Facts, 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 <laughs> facts. Or or you can add facts. a dollar six. You can or you facts. can add a dollar six and get and get a burger from Wendy's. Real talk. <laughs> I'm talk about food. That 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 joke missed. I know. I figured that. I figured it. I'm, I'm green. I'm gonna go cook in a minute. I am too, actually. What but we're gonna wrap this up. Yes, I'm gonna make salmon and couscous. Summertime light dishes. Number light dishes. You want pan syrup? Damn. You should have told me that earlier. I could. Yes. Known. I'm going to pan syrup. No, because we have to do a show, and I don't have a wife. No. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna come over to we. I got the wife looking at it in the room. What? I'm not gonna be home. But anyway, let's finish this. Leave the food behind. That's all I'm coming to <sighs> anyway. Oh God! Enough with food already. Be accountable. But last thing. It was fun. So we talked about accountability in relationships. 
we talked about accountability in the home, accountability on social media. But we haven't talked about accountability during this crisis because we're not taking the proper precautions with what we're doing out here. He said, you can protest. That's great. I'm all for it. But what are we doing? How are we holding ourselves accountable? Because a lot of these problems start at home. And I know a lot of black folk don't want to start at there because it's easy to blame white people. It's easy to blame the government. It's easy to blame the racists that y'all claim people voted in. But I again, going back to what I said about Shahrazad, if we started taking accountability for ourselves, a lot of our problems would change. So I guess my last question is, why are we not taking accountability for ourselves and holding each other accountable outside of dating and all that, just on a daily basis? Why are we not holding ourselves accountable? Why, why are we out there co-signing dumb behavior? Shout out to Chicago. Um, I feel like as Americans, it's just, you know, we're really good at pointing at others and what they're not doing and not reflecting on what we are not doing. Um, and we are extremely selfish as a country. Um, and we only think about ourselves. Uh, for instance, people are mad because they couldn't go to concerts or their trip had to be canceled. And we're one of the only countries with a rising COVID-19 with, with rising COVID-19 cases. Only country. You know, New Zealand has got theirs under control. A lot of the European Union countries have gotten their COVID cases under control. China's gotten theirs under control. They are expecting another surge. But as of now, they've got it under control. And here we are as Americans. We're supposed to be the great, greatest nation in the world. And folks are, and we still have the highest amount of cases. Uh, just It's just a lot of selfishness. It's just a lot of selfishness. And I feel like we won't see any progression or any change uh, until we get that under control and think about our fellow brother, our fellow sister. Um and move forward from there. Um, you know, people are allergic to accountability. Y'all, like Kid Grav, you know what I say. Black women and accountability go together like oil and water. <laughs> water. But um, I did say I, that on the show. Um, uh, but I, I feel like accountability and Americans go together like oil and water. So I still think black women are worse when it comes to accountability, but we ain't going to go there today. <laughs> But I think that's really what it boils yeah. down to. People are just selfish and we just got to come out that mindset and think about others. You know, we've had folks on the news where they're like, you know, the kids are going out here, turning up at the beach, running around. They come back home, bring that COVID crap to their parents and their parents die. Like there have been stories like that all over social media. So just got to be more aware mm -hmm. and more. Um, Cognizant of others. Cognizant. You got me. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I think that's what you, you you said it all, Gabe. I 
I think it we won't see a change until we think for everybody, until we think, yeah. I know, as a collective. Um, it's funny, I still see videos of people trying to walk into a certain store without the mask and having employees trying to tell them you can't come in, you have to go wear a mask, but then they're kind of forcing their way in and having to call security like, dude, like, you know, we don't we don't care. Like, just wear a mask if you want to be in public gathering. That's what you got to do. We just have to come down and, you know, follow the rules um, so that we can all get better. It's not just about you. It's not just about one person in your family. It's about everybody else. Um, the EU is reopening in July 1st, and Americans cannot even fly to European country yet uh, because of the COVID-19 kind of just exploding here in the state. Um yeah, you have to be accountable for yourself. I mean, I've seen a lot of signs say where where the healthcare worker was telling people stay home, like, hey, help us help you guys. Um, we're in the front line, we're exposed. Stay home if you guys have to. If you don't have to go out, please just stay home. But despite all of that, we still have people going out and, and doing their thing. And you know, I think it's just it's just our mentality to do things like that, you know, go to the beach, don't care about nothing, unfortunately. I agree with you. And I also think it shouldn't take um, a natural pandemic like this to take place for us to really put the emphasis on changing our mindset and then also enforcing accountability. Mm. Say it All again. Right, <laughs> I said that I think that it shouldn't take a natural pandemic, a situation like this to happen for us to be able to put the emphasis on changing our mindset and also on enforcing it, uh, accountability. It shouldn't take something like this. This should have I don't been think something North already heard you. had the groundwork pointed for ahead of time. But it's, it takes us having stuff like this to be like, okay, wait a minute. Accountability never was emphasized, and that's a problem. I agree. If you want to be mad, North I Philly. just be mad. I don't, I don't like when you're upset and you're just upset at one thing and not the other. You know, I've, I've seen, like I say, again, that whole thing about Chicago, the deadliest day in 60 year at Chicago, that thing hurt my feelings. Like I wanted those kids and those um, family members who lost their life to have people who remember their name too, because their life matter on some senseless violence stuff, like crazy things. Um, but I, I mean, when I look at us and we offended about, you know, rightly offended, rightly offended uh, about George Floyd. And I'm looking at, 18, 90 person all shot dead on the same day. And we should also remember those people name because their life matters. Like some some random stuff too. Someone shot yeah. a waiting in line at a gas station. I mean, yeah, their lives matter, but those people who did that shooting more than most likely will be prosecuted. They will go to jail and justice will be served. The biggest issue with the George Floyd Floyd incident, yeah, they arrested him, but they have to go through the due process. And if we're looking at the track record just off the last 15 years, these cops are getting off. Um, from killing us and is setting a precedent, a very dangerous precedent across this country um, that these race soldiers can kill us uh, and get off um, scot-free. And it's not as bad as it's going to get if we don't do something about it now. You'll start having these uh, militias and these deputized race soldiers. They will begin to come into our communities and just start shooting and killing us off, knowing that if they go to court, they'll just get off. So we got to do something about that. Now, I hate that about Chicago. Um, I have friends that live there. My heart goes out to them. It's 
it's really rough up there, but we have to look at the reason a lot of that is going on, and that is because a lot of the resources are depleted in these communities. Correct. And who does that depletion? Mm-hmm. It is white supremacy and these white folks. <laughs> They're yeah, the ones definitely. depleting the resources. They run the property values down. Then they come in, build a Whole Foods, a Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. and a Starbucks and run us up out of there. And in five years, they have condos in that same area that they're selling for six, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars I'm seeing that right here in Memphis downtown. So that's my whole thing about that. I really hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to kind of do something. We have to build something as black folks. And we have to give these young, these young cats that are out here doing all this shooting, we have to give them some kind of hope, some that's kind right. of activity to do some kind of job, you, you know, it, we got, we got to do something about that, yeah. you know, so I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah. Valid point. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Nikki, not Nikki, Kristen. <laughs> I'm um, looking at Kristen and I said, Nikki. <laughs> well, when I think of accountability, if we're talking about like what's going on, I think like teaching our children being just role oh, models and learning and educating mm-hmm. Um, so that way we're not falling for these traps and people are falling for things that they didn't know of. Um, it's so many people saying, oh, you should call your politics, like your local representatives and things like that. And people didn't even know you could do stuff like that. And I'm just like, what's going on? So accountability needs to be us actually taking action, quit just looking at the news and seeing other people do stuff. You need to be a part of it. If that's what you truly believe that you want to change, not just sitting around complaining or being hopeless as well um i think some people are already like well what's whatever's going to happen is going to happen but then it's like well what did you do to to help it to not happen um and so that's just kind of my two cents on building accountability that way yeah yeah it's also being a change you want to see yeah you yeah like something sure. is being in the community you, why not take the initiative mm-hmm. and go out there and try to make that change yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah. You can say somebody isn't doing this. Well, if you're not liking yeah. how they're doing it, go out there and try to get it done the way that you think it should be done, and then try to get other people to come on board. That's how the, the change starts. Yeah. That way, when you do that, you're holding not only yourself but other people accountable to make the changes within the community, and you're holding each other accountable. How much time do y'all have left on this show before I say something that <laughs> adds more time to it? <laughs> Go ahead. Really? I was gonna I was gonna chime in. I was gonna chime in and say that. Okay. Separate separating, but I was preaching separating, but you know, that's that's a that's a tough conversation for people. That's yeah. not gonna happen. I think it's time to re I think it's time to reset. I know it's not, but I think Where the black community needs to reset. Where did the mixed people go? Uh, she's talking about with the black folks because you black. Oh, you want to go there? Training. Wait a minute. Listen, I got a mic, and I'm now <laughs> Look at Kristen. She looks like she's serious about that question. He That's wants to come on my show because he was offended no, when no, I told it, him. No, no he he got offended because I said on my show that you cannot be pro-black. And have a white spouse. And I mean that. I don't. If that offends you, oh well. I, I don't understand how you can be laid up 
with the oppressor, but you talking about black first. No, no, the, the game does not work like that. Mixed people, you know, right. they call them the tragic mulattoes and everything for good reason, because a lot of them are confused. But in the eyes of white society, they look at you, you are a Negro. I know we're not cussing on here, so you are black. So you need to be right over there with the black folks with your fist up saying black lives matter. But we have too many of these, a lot of these half breeds running around here talking about some all lives matter because they're confused and they identify with one side versus the other. A lot of the, a lot of, a lot of the agents and a lot of the um, people that are, that infiltrate a lot of these movements and a lot of, yeah, a lot of those folks, a lot of them are mixed folks. And they're confused on a lot of things. So I that's how I feel that. about that. The mixed folks need to be over here with us black people saying black first, but too many of them are confused and they identify with the side of the oppressor. Simple as that. I want to see who you hang around or what you see because the mixed people I know definitely identify with black. Um, it's hard for them to be identified as anything other than that. You know, like in my circle, we see like Obama was our first mixed president, but he's not allowed to to say that he's half white or anything like that. So it's kind of like, OK, well, for my friends whose parents are still together, where does the white mom go? Does she not go with the black community or she has to stay with the white she, community? She identifies with white supremacy still. See, this is the thing. A lot of black, a lot of black people do not understand just because a white person sleeps with you. It does not mean they do not identify with the oppressor. They'll come up there, rock your world, ride you, have babies by you. And when they get up out their bed and they put their panties on or their drawers on, they are, they are, they go out and practice white supremacy. Period. You know, how, do you know how many white women that have been my manager? love black men but dog the black women they got mixed kids but dogging the black women if getting them out the getting them out the jobs harassing them at these jobs harassing them in the store do you know how many karens are married to black men and sleep with black men yes and got mixed kids i did want to bring up something real quick i did want to bring up another topic when you're done you, you you reminded me of another topic I wanted to bring up. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm, uh, I'm just saying uh, we, we, we need to point. be, we have, it's, it's time out for black folks to, we have to start being real out here. A lot of Negroes want to uh, play around and avoid a lot of real talk and real discussion. Uh, the, the day of that has come to an end. These race soldiers and these white folks are not playing around. And we just need to start being blunt. And talking, we just need to talk turkey and be real about it. A lot of mixed folks are confused, and we are in an area we cannot afford confused folks in this movement. Period. Shout out to Sean King, but go ahead. I wanted to bring up. I hate that man so much. I don't. I'm sorry. Last topic. Last one. Before Christmas, ladies, try it again. Yes, this is this is definitely <laughs> the last one because it, it, we're, we're approaching two hours, and I ain't gonna get this video till tomorrow, but it's fine. <laughs> I want to bring up YouTube. This is the last thing. <laughs> we have a lot of influencers on YouTube on the black side, and they're in mixed relationships. And there was a controversy a couple years ago. With one of them, called the McClure twins, and he, her husband at the time, said the N word, and I think he dressed up in blackface as well. 
uh, don't put me on that second part, but I know he said the the N-word. And that tweet or video resurfaced, and people asked her to comment on it. You know she defended that man? She became bedwinch of the year. She put her bedwinch boots on. And I can't believe she defended like, that. I can. Because she's first off. And here's the part that pissed me off more. Wait. Here's the part that pissed me off more. Dating canceler. She got more views. Yeah, that she did. And He's there's a reason. You know, if that was the other that. way around, that dude's whole career would, would be have over. been over. He'd have got flagged. He'd have been flagged to hell. Right. He matter of fact, there was a black dude who had his, his white his white girlfriend said the N-word and he had to delete his channel. Well, this is so the that thing. goes back to what I said to Rose first, earlier. First and foremost, she's Nigerian, and we know how a lot of these the I call them the flag folks, folks from all over these other countries, they have this weird obsession with Zaddy. And white folks, so you know, I that didn't really shock me when she came out and said that. She, you know, she defend. I mean, defended him to the T. I mean, this man's again. This is why I just said that white folks, just because they sleep with you and have babies with you, does not mean they're not white supremacists. And she knows this. She's just this man's bedwinch. That's all she is. That's that's first and foremost. Second of all, the reason she her views increase is because we have so many bedwinches and coons and sambos that actually identify with her and they want to be a part of that. They don't they they're just so obsessed with white skin and having mixed babies. They don't mind being a man's nigger wench. Okay, they don't mind doing that. This is why whoa, they don't mind. They don't whoa, mind. whoa, wait a minute, whoa. No custom. Oh, no my bad, my bad. They don't mind, they don't no mind being a part of the ghetto gagger crew. In fact, they want to because they want a white man's acceptance. We have so many of these women running around in our community nowadays. Just stepping fetching for Zaddy and, and the white man. This man is an obvious white supremacist. I, he's not, he doesn't even Shout out to K. It. Michelle. And she gets- Shout you know, out to K. K. Michelle. Yeah, K. Michelle too. He gets up here and he, it's a track record. And you don't think she knew about this before she married him? Of course she knew. She just didn't care because she's so enamored with this white man. Because these women would, you know, I think it was Aisha B said this. She said she'd rather be a white man's- um, She'd rather be a white man's side piece or ghetto gagger than a black man's queen. She said that. And a lot of these sisters oh, out here think like this. They're so infatuated with white folks and having mixed kids. And they hate blackness so much that they're willing to be. Um, I'm trying not to cuss. <laughs> Concubine. They'd rather be a concubine um, than be, you know. Than to be with a, a black man that would love him for them. So let me stop just, because I'll go on just, all day. Just as that. a reminder, as you guys talking about this, once again, I'm gonna come back to the percentage of interracial marriage, right? African American when African American and white marry, there is a 2.65 time more likely that the African man, African American is the husband and the white woman is the wife. 
So, in fact, 73% of all African-American mm-hmm. and white marriage have that set up, 73%. So, it's not a lot of women running around to be all this concubine, both Wait, all this... Is- what? Well, this is just saying. Rose gold. Not just a statistic. The white men do not marry these women. They don't marry. He said them. it. I'm leaving. He said it. They don't marry them. They don't marry them. Just but again, just because these dudes sleep with you and give you babies, they don't really give them babies. But just because they sleep with you and give you babies, a lot of these white men understand when it's time. They understand that so, their numbers are dwindling. So, so they understand they need to be with someone white when they are preparing to have children and build a family, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm they talking do. about relationship though. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these white women, a lot of these white men don't marry the black women, but the black what the black guy married a white woman, right? Uh-huh. And you guys talk about them. Are they just running to be with white women? Like what is that set up about? We call them coons. We and do sandals. talk about them. Those are the ones brought up. The, yeah, but we are. Those are the passport bros and the save yourself yeah. black. Yeah, let's talk about the passport bros with the same energy we talked about. The yeah, I mean a lot yeah, of the these pa- goofy dudes brought up passport bros. Yeah, a lot of these passport save yourself black men. These are just socially awkward black men that did not have enough quote unquote juice. Uh, to be with black women, they've been rejected by. These are the type of dudes that got rejected by a black woman to go uh, to prom, and he's holding on to that grudge <laughs> from high school. He gets older, he has this internalized hate for black women. Some of these men have been abused by black women. They have been molested and raped by their mom, aunt, school teacher, guidance counselor. Guidance counselor told him he wasn't going to amount to anything. His mom told him he was going to be sorry, just like his dad. They've internalized all this and they grow up and they say, save yourself, black men. These women are worthless. They're ridiculous. You know, I'm, I'm going, I got my passport and I'm going overseas. The thing about them that is really odd and interesting is they go overseas and they get the same kind of woman overseas as they would get here. She just happens to be Asian or Eastern European. So they go over there thinking that these women are going to love them for them. And they're not, they end up using them for their money. Some of them use them for a green card. Once they have access to the United States, these women leave these men. So this, the, the passport bros, save yourself black men. They're running around here saying that they're going overseas to get a wife or a partner. No, they're going overseas. They're tricking off their little money and they're being used by women overseas to gain access to the United States. Simple as that. So what you're saying technically is that the majority of this setup are wife coming from outside of the United States though. You when you when you're saying like in save yourself passport, passport bros, yes. Okay. That's passport. just a piece of all of these other black men that marry right. outside the yeah, race. Passport bros, yeah, because the passport bros are the ones that preach to go to like Dominican Republic yeah. or go to like they even now they're starting to say go to the Afro Latin countries. Right. Because at least they're black. So in a way you can get over and the sisters can't say nothing to you. Right. Right. But even then, you're still going to have a problem because they've been so influenced by America. They're going to act like that. But their their only difference is they're still somewhat conservative. Absolutely. So they do know how to appreciate a man. Right. So and that's I mean, their appeal. I mean, this they think that the women are more cooperative with them 
but this is the thing. Women are women all around the country. So the man that tends to build the best, have the most money, who's the most successful, he's going to get the best woman, regardless if she's black or she's black from another country, white, Asian, it does not matter. Women are attracted to successful men. A lot of these dudes, quite frankly, are losers. These dudes don't build anything. They're very lonely. They've they, Some of these dudes are still virgins. They're 35, 40 years old, still virgins. They've never really been romantically involved with a woman. And they're blaming it on black women wanting thugs or Pookie and Ray Ray, when that's really not the Ray case. Ray. These women are attracted to men that are successful. It don't matter what her race is. So these these guys are delusion. They go overseas thinking that these women are going to love them for them because they're more cooperative or they're more docile. And they end up learning the hard way that that simply is not the case. I think me and my bro, Frank, uh, we kind of talked about that. Uh, the other day, we may do another podcast on that a little shorter, a little sweeter, so people can kind of understand because we get a lot of questions about these SYSBM dudes. Um, but that's in a nut in a nutshell, that's kind of how they are. They're the other side of the coin with the sisters we were just talking about, with the whole, you know, being bedwinches. These these are the male versions of them. They go to a little more extremes than these sisters, but I'll stop there. That's pretty much what it boils down to. And I don't like them either. Yeah, I just put that hashtag as just a troll. Okay, different perspective. Damn, the women are mad at us right now. Man, the women are mad at us right now. I'm sorry, okay. Kristen and Nikki. I don't know. You you stand at that screen, Kristen, real hard, like you about to cuss us out. Well, go ahead. No, I'm not gonna curse. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you can be. You can be. You can be. Peachy. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That okay. was fun. Something fun. Yeah. And fun. I want to thank the panel for this show. This was very enlightening, and it was very outrageous at times. Rose Gold owes the show five bucks. I think I owe 250 because I said damn just now. Okay, now I owe five bucks. But I want to thank Jokes both shows, both panels for coming on. And Harvey had to leave, which is why you guys didn't hear him because he went to go spend time with his family. He's doing it the right way. So before we go, we're going to allow everyone to promote themselves. And I'm going to go cook salmon for my family. So go ahead. So okay, y'all already so know. I'm going to pick on somebody. Oh, I already I'll know. Wait. I was waiting for the lag. Um, <laughs> I'm Kristen. Personal Problems Podcast okay. is my podcast. Um, I just kind of been to have my guests. We just kind of rant and rave about different personal problems in life that we all face. So y'all know this is Rose Go, co-host of Beyond Borders with Kit Gravity and Rose Go. Um have another podcast coming up called Benza Bikes. Kid, give me so much headache um, that I do want to do a more positive show, very short, where we just um, talk about posit positivity. Where I go on in topics of business, uh, entrepreneurship, uh, and you know, kind of just creating stream of income if you're creative. You know, yep, that's all. 
I'm Nikki. Um, I'm mainly on Instagram, Nikki G underscore moving with purpose. I do freestyles, quotes, and poetry and motivational speaking. Main gist is to help people move into the purpose that God has for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't be brother, shy now. Key Gravity, Rose Gold, thank y'all for having me on this panel today. Again, my name is Gabe. I am one half of Ultimate Black Man Radio. Uh, I am a uh, podcast that is centered uh, basically on men and relationship advice, but of course we give advice to women as well. Um, And we hyper-focus on uh, the Black relationship dynamic and the Black nuclear family. Of course, I come from a traditional point of view. I believe in traditional values, and I think that is how our community is going to restore itself is by going back uh, to a traditional uh, base as a community. You can find me on Instagram at Ultimate Black Man. It's Instagram at Ultimate Black Man. You can also find me on Facebook, Ultimate Black Man Radio. You can also find my personal page where I raise so much cane and I cause so many problems. <laughs> it's Gabe Bell, G-A-B-E-B-E-L-L. And of course you can find me on YouTube at Ultimate Black Man Radio. I have just crossed the 1100 subscriber mark. We're closing in on 1200 subs. So that channel is growing a lot and I would appreciate it if you guys can go and subscribe to that channel. I would love to have these panelists on my channel sometimes to discuss some of the things we discussed today. And last but not least in July, I will be focusing on dating one-on-one. So if you are struggling in your dating life as a black person or white person, and you just need some advice and some game this month on my channel will be for you. So that is all I have. You really want people to come get advice from you, Gabe? I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They might not like it. They might not like it, but I've had people straight up tell me, I hate your advice, but they come back six months later. You were right. 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 Yeah, you were right. I know I'm right because I'm always right. Okay. That's what's okay. My man. And this is the man of the house, Kid Gravity. You can find me on Instagram at Kid Gravity Beyond. You can find me on Twitter at Chef Boyardee, C-H-E-F-B-O-Y-A-R-D-I-E. And I want to extend, before we go, an invitation to the panel that is here today. And everybody that commented in the chat, thank you so much for showing us love. This was the first time the viewer count was more than two. Thank you. We just keep going up. We're going to keep going up. But I want to extend an invitation to everyone here and everyone there and everyone that's going to see this in a couple of weeks. And Gabe, I kind of blame you for this. Now I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because I'm not scared. Uh I did my ancestry and I'm going to reveal the results live. So I'm going to find out if I'm he's not from Earth, y'all. Because my dad said my dad Uh, is very my dad (laughs) is damn near white. And he said we we have white in the family and we're from Jamaica. I find out that we enslaved Arawak Indians. I'm going to be really upset. So we're going to do whenever it comes in, we'll send out the the promotion and everything. Bro, I want to be here for that. I'm almost scared. March. But I'm, gonna I'm scared. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to be here. No, I want everyone here for this. I think this is how we'll kick off season five. And I'm working on two very big interviews. Yep. Right now, I'm trying to lock down one on Instagram 
and another one rose knows who this is mm. we may have tommy sotomayor on the show oh yeah. my god no my daddy <laughs> Don't we, laugh, Gabe. Listen, my daddy's out in Long Island, man. Don't do that, Gabe. Oh, he might be working on it right now. Mm. So, yo, that's wild. Pray to God. That's wild. You like we him, too, Gabe? I, I'm not surprised. Might. <laughs> I, no, I mean, now listen, I'm not, a, I'm again, I'm more of the Tariq class. That's why I like Tariq Nasheed, Jason Tariq God. But, Tommy, man, he, some stuff he says be true. I, I mean, now do I Plus think he's a coon? gravity mentor? Yeah, do, do I think he's a coon? Yes, but some stuff he says he be on. He be on. Gotta be he kid be like that too. Yeah, some stuff he says. Sometimes no, look, look. I'll admit, I took a month off from Tommy because he was getting a little too crazy. You got to decompress. You got to take you it did? in doses. You didn't tell but, me. Yeah. Yes, yes. I you have to. Off. I did it for the wife. She said I was listening. <laughs> You, you have to. You, you have, to. have to. When, when he does his long five-hour, I can't listen to it. I'm used to the days when he put up 10, 15-minute videos and get straight to the point. But, like I said, we're going to try to get this man on. I, I'm close. So, close. if it all works out, next month we'll have him on the show in front of his audience. And mm -hmm. I guess this will be our graduation to see if we can really conduct an interview. Let's see how it goes. Work with them, man. Yeah, be prepared. Let's see how it goes. Hopefully, he stays um, on target on questions. But we're going to go. No, we'll we'll have a list Jaws of questions that you and I will curate together. <laughs> and yeah, especially when I start promoing it, it's gonna. Woo, Lord, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure. You know what? I might have to go back on Facebook for that because I know he, he he a lot of people on Facebook don't like him. So we'll know. But. We're going to go now. It's Sunday. I want everybody to get ready for their, the rest of their evening. So, panel, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Everyone in the chat that came through or looked, thank you so much. And, again, stay safe out there. Make sure y'all wash your hands, have y'all sanitizer, have y'all's holy water. And we're going to go good night. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.